0: You are listening to the award-winning, leading children's gardening educator, Lee Connolly, the Skinny Jean Gardener, and my daddy. Coming up on this week's Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. But before that, as a parent, I know it can be challenging to resist the law of technology and the never-ending stream of notifications that come with it, but it's important to remember that our children crave our attention and presence more than any device ever could. One way to combat the distraction of technology is to set aside dedicated time each day to be fully present with your children. This could mean turning off the phone during meal times, taking a walk together without any devices or just getting outside gardening away from social media. Another helpful strategy is to limit your own screen time and model healthy digital habits for your children. By setting boundaries around your technology use, you'll not only be present with your children, but you'll also be teaching them the importance of balance and self-care. Remember, the moments we share with our children are fleeting and it's up to us to make the most of them. By prioritising presence over technology, we can strengthen our relationships with our children and create lasting memories that will stay with us for years to come. So if you're all with family or friends right now, turn off this podcast, put down the phone and go and create some real memories. This week, and this is something I'm actually going to do with my own wife and daughter, is go get some canvases, right? Go get some paints. and Then head to your garden or wherever you... Maybe an allotment, maybe a woodland. Sit outside and paint some nature. This is a great idea to, one, get you amongst nature and also get you appreciating it and talking about it as well. Maybe thinking about what you can grow next year after the cold, cold Is it going to be cold? I don't know if it's going to be cold, but... Get outside now, enjoy the weather we've got, and get painting and enjoying time together outside. This is honestly a gardening and nature make that I'm going to do this week. For everyone else, sit back and enjoy the Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. We're back. Oh Yes! Alrighty then everyone, welcome to the podcast, I hope you are all doing well, it's good to be back this week once again, Uh, lots to talk about this week including an article uh, from Matthew Appleby and Jim Carter about school gardening, I want to get into that in a minute, Uh, also with news about the soapbox that I talked about last week which was incredibly fun, Um, but firstly. what's been going on right what's been going on in my own garden and this is a problem uh it's I mean it's not a problem totally but basically as you may know on the podcast I've got a hot tub it's a blow up one but still uh I'm not not, I don't tell you this to show off I tell you this because I'm gonna tell you hot tub problems right now because I spent a little bit of money clearing the hot... It got pretty clogged up. It hadn't been used for a while over summer because I was away doing stuff. And... Uh, not the podcast. And basically it turned into a bit of a swamp. So I cleared it out. Got a hoover for it. I got uh, lots of uh, lots of stuff for it. Anyway, right? Crystal clear. Heated it up. 38 degrees Celsius. And since then we've had the, some of the stormiest weather known to man what is what has been going on we've really we've really crashed into an autumn right here haven't we and basically as i look out of the studio onto the unused hot tub i'm wondering was it worth it Was i don't know when i'm gonna i don't know when i'm gonna get back out into it we'll try it tomorrow this weekend's the one this weekend's the one Gardening, <laughs> oh, you guys, gardening. gardening problems, eh? Hey, something very exciting as well is the very first uh, 2.0 School Gun Success Plans are going out this weekend, which I'm very excited about. If you've got a delivery of one of them, then look out for that. I'm going to the warehouse tomorrow to finalise them. Um, and also the Soapbox, which I'm going to talk about in a second, but... Uh, and actually I might talk about this later on in the podcast too but basically I'll set it up from here is that uh I saw in the Telegraph the other day Matthew Appleby uh he wrote a piece with Jim Carter about school gardening and how Jim Carter from Downton Abbey wants to get gardening into the curriculum which I'm I'm totally behind right I'm totally behind um There's a few issues with this and I will hopefully be doing a little bit of writing over the coming days uh, going into this more. But yes, I obviously believe that the national curriculum and gardening is a beautiful way to bring that together. That's why we do School Garden Success. The title of the interview, though, is children need to put their phones away and get out into the garden. I am a 100% with that, but I do believe... There has to be a balance, and sometimes with these articles, I find them a little bit... I, I think the writing's beautiful, but I think the message is a bit lazy. I really try and stay away from that whole technology thing, because technology is very important for children to get into, and and for schools as well. It's the future, right? We just have to have that balance. And technology and gardening can come together as one uh and we can just have that balance for children so the start is not as i would like it to be but i'm very excited uh later on in the podcast to go through this article and tell you what i really think because not only that as well as as something that i'm you know i'm really pushing the school stuff actually from next week we've had a little bit of calm get into the school year then i'm really trying to push it because it's a big passion of mine and these sort of things i don't want to, to go into um harshly because they're supporting it and they're bringing it forward and a guy from Downton abbey i've never seen it but uh it highlights something really special in fact jim carter i i haven't met him but i, I saw him do a speech at the house of lords uh, and i don't know if i mentioned how's at the parliament right I saw him do a speech there, which was based very much similar to this Telegraph interview that Matthew Appleby did with him. And, uh, you know, it's a rousing speech. It was back in May. I can't say too much either because I'm trying to do bits, but it's difficult, right? It's, 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 It's... Are we, are we, are we, we, I don't want to keep giving it just, I don't want to keep talking about it. You can see I'm frustrated, right? This happened last time. Last time I got frustrated like this. I think podcast for seven weeks. Um, I really hope we can start pushing and working together, but look, I'll come to that later on in the podcast. Let's return to it. If you get a chance while these next few bits are on, go and check out the articles in the Telegraph right now. Um, school gardening is back. In the headlines once again, which is brilliant in my eyes. Now, before we get back into that story, let me tell you about last weekends. Do you remember last week's podcast? Oh yeah, that's right. We took a veg truck down the hot bring the music in. Here it comes, and bring them are you playing it? there we go very lightly <laughs> can we bring that up can you bring that music up and i'll wait oh that's bella last weekend we went racing with a veg truck down the streets of colchester in the colchester Soapbox rally honestly it was an absolutely amazing experience i'm gonna play you the best of race in a second there was two races now, if you've not seen the uh, the truck on wheels yet, then head to my Instagram or Twitter. So I'm talking about it over there. From next week, you'll see an advert that we filmed for uh, School Garden Success with the soapbox. Uh, now, a lot of work went into. I've got a shout out Paul Owen, director of uh, of Veg Truck, who put so much work into building the still-watched frame for this and we both together put together the truck on top put in the vegetables it looked amazing it drove like a very slow elephant it was so heavy um the second race was a lot quicker but oh my gosh oh my gosh it was slow 48 seconds was our quickest time i think the winning time was 28 seconds we were about 20 seconds behind the first race, we were one minute 20 or something. I don't know what happened. We were almost at a standstill. Um, but it was so much fun. We went down a massive ramp. We then headed through a car wash over this speed bump, uh, which was like a little, I don't know, it was maybe a ramp. It was a sort of very small ramp. And then straight down. So much fun. Uh, thanks to all the team. Uh, my good friend Liam, uh, Matthew, uh, obviously Samantha. And Olive as well, who were part of the team. Uh, we were also uh, supported by other monkeys brewing uh, in Colchester, which meant we got a couple of pints after the race. Thanks so much to them. Uh, so yeah, it was an amazing time, honestly. And we will definitely be back. We will be back in 2024 with a faster, meaner machine. I've got no idea what what I'm going to do yet. I, I don't know. I don't know, but it was a great way for us to promote um promote the school garden success plan and what it's got so look out for the advert next week where you'll see us racing down there and now instead of olive again this week as olive's taking another week off she's take more weeks off than me uh, i thought as i said i would play you the best of uh, of the race, which means that I have pieced together the start and the end because <laughs> they were very, they were very different races. So, here's a three-minute piece live from Colchester Soapbox. Let's get the countdown started, so let's get this race on! 3, two,
1: one. He's great at his gardening, but what about his kart
0: racing? He's got off to a great start. Look at the size of those chunky rear wheels that Lee is piloting. The extreme gardening racers, the skinny jeans gardener. The plants have got a soaking through the cart wash. Lee is waving to the crowds as he goes. He's dressed as a giant carrot, if you can't quite see. He's just about got over the ramp. The the carrot-fuelled extreme gardeners are pushing their way through this now. I love the vegetation in that veg truck as it makes its way through the course. It's heading towards the finish line. My mate, Liana, loves gardening. I bet she's admiring those plants that are bedecking the veg truck that Lee takes... Oh, yes, he's oh. just skidded over to a halt off what the finish, finish line. What a finish. I'm admiring your borders. They're lovely. Incredible, right? Do you enjoy that? Yeah. Lovely! You've got some leafy carrots here, you've got some cut-and-come-again lettuce, is this, uh, what's this, beetroot? I think if anything this proves that gardening is cool. Just a real quick one, School Garden Success is the ultimate resource for primary school teachers looking to inspire their students to connect with nature, grow their own food and care for wildlife. School Garden Success offers a comprehensive range of resources and tools to support educators in teaching children how to develop and maintain a thriving school garden. With our expertly designed lesson plans tailored to meet the needs of primary school children, you can easily incorporate gardening into your curriculum and bring science and environmental studies to life. Our extensive range of high quality gardening equipment and supplies including seeds, compost, planters and more will ensure that your garden is set up for success and will provide your students with the tools they need to take ownership of their learning and build a connection with the natural world at school Garden success we understand the challenges of teaching in today's fast-paced and demanding education system which is why we've created a one-stop shop for all your gardener needs from online tutorials and how-to guides to expert advice and support we're here to help you every step of the way so whether you're a seasoned gardener or just starting out visit schoolgunsuccess.co.uk today and discover the benefits of bringing the joy of gardening to your classroom now back to the podcast. Time for an expert, yeah!
1: Hi guys it's Richard here with another vegetable gardening tip. Now my tip here is to know your plants. What I mean by that is certain plants require certain conditions something like the brassica family the cabbages or the kale or the cauliflower they need to have the soil adjusted to suit them this often means adding lime to the soil to adjust the ph for those particular plants other plants might need full sun or other plants might do better in shade so know your plants do your research find out what the plant needs and create that condition in your garden or plant those plants where that condition is right One example is spinach. Spinach I find does best in the shade. So I often grow my spinach down the side where I get the least sun in my garden at home. And it thrives away. We get plenty of spinach each week. So know your plants.
0: Thank you so much to the fabulous Mr. Richards. So there from the Veg Grower Podcast. For more veg growing tips, go check his podcast out right now, everybody. Right, I want to get into this. As I mentioned earlier on, Jim Carter. I saw him talk about this at uh, the Houses of Parliament. I don't know if I mentioned, I went there. Uh, and this was not the first time, it's the second time I went. Yeah, I've been twice this year, I know. And <laughs> we, he talked about uh, this while on stage now he has quite and quite catchy little thing um he's campaigning for the return of traditional values specifically less screen time and more green time firstly very catchy the only thing is like i mentioned earlier i really don't really go down this road road whenever i'm asked about that i try and steer away from it mainly because personally i believe uh technology is important to the future of, uh, of our civilization. Um But we have to have restraint, right? And that has to be taught as well in all things in life. And it's a great lesson, I believe, for children to know that there has to be a balance and that, yes, it is new and catchy and all that sort of great, right? But we have to remember that, you know, there is space outside that we can use. So I don't... You can see that I'm sort of stumbling over this a little bit because I don't really like that part of what he's saying. But he goes on to talk about how um, how it should be in the curriculum, how uh, also I get mentioned, I mention myself, where's where my bit? Let me just go straight to the good bit, everyone. Uh, that, uh, where's does it say? Along. Uh, With Klein and Titchmarsh, a younger generation of gardeners who have a school-aged children also want them to be taught horticulture. Skinny Jean Gardener Lee Conley, who teaches his own school garden success program, hello, uh, says the integration of gardening into the national curriculum for primary schools presents a remarkable opportunity to revolutionise education and grow a generation of environmentally conscious individuals. The benefits far Uh, extend beyond the classroom influencing mental health behavior and fostering a lifelong passion for horticulture right and that's why there's so much more to it than just that now as i go into it uh it says the government has looked at adding horticulture before to the curriculum uh former education minister nikki morgan ...has said the idea was interesting... ...but if the government was to include every subject voters wanted formally taught... ...schools would have to stay open till midnight... ...which I totally... ...no wonder you're former Nikki, ...totally disagree with... ...because what we are doing is not saying... ...hey let's stick uh, a gardening lesson on the end... ...although we used to have that sort of vibe... Uh, ...way back when right... ...and some somewhere along the way it got knocked out and removed... We're not saying what we've had. Hey, hey, you alright? You alright, mate? Would you just chuck a school, school and lesson in it? I get it. I totally understand that, and I've talked about this before, there's many different industries that want their little bit. Oh, let's chuck that in here. I get that. But I personally believe that outdoor learning specifically helps with mental health and learning for children. And it's a lot easier to say, just go outside. You see that little bit of dirt over there? We're going to grow in it. Boom, done. Let's bring in some mathematics. Let's bring in some science. It's a lot easier than say, oh, this is really plucking something out of my mind, but saying, I don't know if they're saying this, but welders saying, ah, oh, we must get welding into schools. Can we have a welding club? Do you know what I'm trying to, do you know I'm trying to say there? Like, I think there's an easier way of doing it. Uh, now, this is the bit where I'm a little bit stuck on. And I'll tell you a little bit of insight, a little bit of top secret stuff here. that I'm going to tell you anyway. And I'm going to talk about this a lot more over the coming months. A Department of Education spokesman said pupils should be taught a broad and balanced curriculum. Perfect. There's a £15 million of funding for children deprived areas to get outdoors and learn about the natural world. A 2022 plan for a National Education Nature Park, which we'll go into another time, but come on. In partnership with National History Museum, Rural Horticultural Society, and others, to help schools map, manage, and enhance their grounds, to create one vast natural nature park. Now, listen, I, had a meeting, this was in January, February time, with the new, head of the RHS, who, what are they called? I don't know, I can't remember, I went for the job at one point, and, I spoke to him about school garden success, right? Now, off the back of that meeting, nothing happened. I've been trying to work with the RHS. Now, with school garden success, since it it started out in 2020, that's almost four years of conversation and nothing has happened. Now, I'm not saying, hey, look at me. I am the UK's leading garden educator. But also, I've just brought out uh, the second school guard success because we've listened to teachers. But what I am saying is that I don't understand how an organisation like this. Um, and there's other ones around around the country, right? Uh, that They just don't take it. I don't get it. I don't understand how the conversation went. When the conversation I had, and this is really letting you in on everything now. When I had the conversation with the RHS back in January... This National History Museum, they're like, oh, yeah, well, maybe you could do something for them. But I never heard from them again. And for me, this has been something, this has been the problem around children's gardening from the beginning, right? I know I've got a bit ranty at the end here. This is the problem with school gardening from the beginning. And that is the hero complex, The hero. And I'll talk about this a lot more over the coming weeks in a few bits. But the hero complex. Who is the Superman of... God, don't say me. Thanks very much. But who's the Superman of it? Who's the hero? And this is the problem with organisations and all these sorts of things that happens. Because everyone wants to be the hero. Now, I personally, and this will surprise some of you... Don't want to be the hero. And I'll tell you for why, right? I want school gardening to be the hero. Because the more children that grow and like and love gardening, right? It doesn't mean that I can go, that was me. That was me. But on a, I, if I have any selfish side to it, it just means that my skinny jean gardener business grows. Right? I'm doing school garden success not because... You know i want to but because there's a necessity and that people are not collaborating enough the RHS meeting that i had which i just told you a little bit about and maybe shouldn't have um <laughs> it proves that collaboration is a struggle and everyone that uh that i speak to found this with organizations that they just don't want to collaborate i have spoke to these organizations i've tried to bring them together And it's not happening. And as uh, founder of School Garden Success, I'll just put it out there now, I'm still very open to collaborating and making a real difference. Because I'm not here for business. I'm here to actually make a change in gardening. And as a second podcast back, I know that this has been a very ranty... (laughs) A very ranty end to the podcast <laughs> but i i think we've noted if anything from this podcast we've noted that when i start talking about this i become very passionate and have to get a lot off my chest <laughs> i feel like i need i just need to tell you right um so so there we go there we have it okay uh right that's, that's all i've got to say about it anyway go check out the telegraph uh, thing from jim carter uh, I'm going to write a little bit more about this and jump on top of it. We, I really, I'm going to get the uh, hashtag Grow at School campaign rolling. Uh, once we've got School Garden Success launched next week, uh, we're going to get that happening. Um, but we want to do something. We want to collaborate. If you're listening to this, come collaborate. Get be part of it. I want you know, I want more people to to wave the flag of school gardening. Um, there we go. Should we try and be more positive next week? Shall we? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Olive will be back next week. We'll be back at the end of the garden. And, uh, and Richard will have another top tip. Plus, uh, I'm going to start throwing in some garden makes for you too. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's just have a rant. The gardening ranty podcast everyone's like oh he he used to be so um so positive (laughs) positive what's happened to him i'm passionate passion i promise not anger passion (laughs) see you next week and